last week on Potterner's podcast. The, the society mm-hmm. we live I in is pill happy. I do, yeah. I, do, I do agree with that, yes. So, the, yes, like I said, I'm not for Big Pharma, but in the cases that it's like absolutely necessary. Yeah, what do you have? Yeah. This here you go. It's like, wait, hold up. That's what I'm saying. Can I go to therapy oh, first? Oh, my, my <laughs> dog died. Oh, I'm, I'm miserable. I'm depressed. Hey, yo, get the fuck over it. Yeah. Because you know what? In life, there's loss. Mm-hmm. I lost my fucking mom. Every, every day. I lost my mother. Welcome back to episode two of Mental Health Awareness in the Pot and Us podcast. It's your boy, Fly Guy. It's Steph Vibes. It's your boy, Joe Grizz. And now we're going to go back to the show. Enjoy. A dude that struggled with depression. A dude who was suicidal. Lost my fucking moms. Bro, my mom was my life. I love, I was a, I was a mama's boy. You couldn't talk to my mom disrespectful. I would beat this. Yo, I, my sister who passed away recently, I, I got at her and I got at her face because she disrespect my moms. You're not going to disrespect. My moms was my everything. I remember the years that my mom, at one point, my mom, like probably like 2003, my mom had a scare with me. She possibly had cancer, right? Bro, I remember Bro, coming home from work, I would just pray the whole ride. Every day, every day, God, take care of my mom, take care of my mom, take care of my mom. Like, I was always, my biggest fear in my life was losing my mother. And then 2016, boom, I lost my mother. I didn't know how the fuck I was going to function, right? Yeah. Like, I never told nobody, like, I had, bro. The only drug that I ever did, I smoked weed, right? When I lost my mom's bro, I would sit in my room and I'd be watching TV or whatever, and I would have thoughts like, yo, just go. And I had I had thoughts of like shooting up and just like, fuck it, I just want to lose myself. I just want to lose myself. I don't want to be here no more. I don't want to fucking feel this no more. But I didn't do that. I didn't need the fucking medication. I didn't need this. I didn't, I didn't need fucking pity words. I needed to mourn. That people are fucking scared of living. They're scared of feelings. That's the fucking beauty of life. Feelings. Bad feelings. Good feelings. All those feelings. That's what the fuck you need. That's the life. That's the experience. Yeah. To have feelings. And this fucking, this society that we live in wants to numb every fucking thing. No, live. Live your fucking life. Go through it. Face your fucking fears. Face your feelings. Yeah, you got to ride the storm. Learn how to deal with them. That's why I'm thankful, bro, that I was raised the way I was raised. Yo, get over it. If I, there's one thing that I could take away out of my childhood, and it would have made my life so much better, is my biological father being in my life. Because my step-pops was there from when I was born. And he, he claimed me from birth, like, that's my son. He knew he wasn't, I wasn't, like, his blood. Mm-hmm. But he, that's my son. He, he didn't give a shit. He loved me like I was his. So if my father, my biological, wasn't in my life, I think my life would have been... I think I would have been better off. 
But at the end of the day, it's I've learned less. I, mm-hmm. I, the cards I was dealt in, the person I am, I pulled my lessons from that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I saw him beat my mom's ass. I made a vow as a child. I would never beat my woman. I would never do that. And I won't. I've been slapped in the face by females and I've walked away like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing you said, Joe, that made sense, a lot of sense. When you said people don't learn how to feel their feelings and stuff like that. I know for me, like now being a mom and having three kids and, you know, if they all have completely different personalities, I tell them like, look, if you're feeling angry, if you're feeling angry at me, if you feel sad, you want to cry, if you let, you know, express that I said, because now in my 30s, I am now learning how to feel emotions that are kind of was always suppressed like because mm-hmm. it was always like when growing up from it was like, be positive positive and it's like if i have a negative emotion it's like nope don't, can't feel that no no so it's like you know now having to train to be like okay i feel sad okay let me feel sad know how to deal with being sad and it's okay and you know move forward or if you have to mourn like i've never grieved i think i when my grandma passed away uh, 2015, 2016, it's like, oh, I have to learn how to grieve, but I really didn't know how. So I think like now as a parent, I'm telling my kids like, look, if you feel, learn how to feel your feelings now because you it's, it's going to suck having to do it in your 30s. And now you got to go to therapy to try to figure it out. You know, like so in my therapist said, she was like, you need to feel your feelings. I'm looking at her like, what am I, five? And she's like, no, because the way you think you rationalize, like I should not feel this way, so I will it could work in your favor, but then at a certain point, it's like shit becomes numb and not because of medications, alcohol, drugs, it's just like, you know, I just never, rather than ever exercise. You taught yourself how to numb yourself. Yeah, it's like just exercise it because it's like, you know, and I just like the great, the good feelings are great and I'm that person for everybody. Be positive, happy, and I, you know, and I love that, but then at the same time, and it's like, oh shit, some negative, oh wait, it's like, I don't, wait, how do I grieve? Do I cry? Like, I didn't cry in front of my dad till I was in my third, like till my gr- my grandma passed away. Like when I was getting separated, those times, and it's like, am I allowed to do it? Like, how does this work? You know what I mean? So, I think, and not to say that's gonna cure mental health or anything like that, but I do think that that is a big, um, a a, a big factor, and a, a lot of the, the reason why some of us, at least now as adults, we're like, you know, trying to just figure shit out and. I know for, like I said, I would hope that the generation after us is a little better because it's like, I mean, they're softer. Yeah. Like I tell my kids, look, you're going to, cause it's like, when I saw that movie, um, Inside Out, did y'all see that movie? Pixar? No. It's a cartoon. No, yeah. It's a cartoon, but it's, let, let me tell you, it's, it's really fucking good. It's like, um, it has to do with feelings and emotions and it does, you know, it's like sadness and, and joy and all this stuff. And it just shows you how. You need all of those things. You see sadness get real depressed and you're like, oh shit. And then you see these experiences that she sees. She's like, I can't have these emotions exercising in a healthy way if I don't have these, you know, other ones. And it shows how they all, you know, this is how you become this person. And you see the experiences that the, you know, the kid or the girl that they're in and how, you know, how it shapes who she is. heartbreak and loss and graduating good things and you know things like that but I feel like at least for me being suppressed from certain things or suppressing myself because of my outside environment you know as an adult it's like shit what's wrong and thankfully thankfully I have some kind of you know head on my shoulders or I don't think you know 
oh, I'm just going to go get medicated and take all these, you know, whatever. Like even when I went to therapy, I was like, she said, I'm not going to just put you on something. Like, let's see how therapy works, you know, like, let's talk. And because sometimes that's all somebody needs. Not to say everybody, sometimes. And it's like, if they and see that's not working, it's like, okay, let's try something more. That's why I went to therapy. Mm-hmm. Because I was, I was fucking, just, I was out of it. I mean, I, 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 depression came back because a certain situation yeah. where it was, it was a the romantic situation, and like I was pouring so much into someone, and then boom, just cut me off, type of shit, right? Ghosted me, and it was like, what the fuck? What did I do? So it was about, it wasn't, it wasn't more so my feelings for her that made me get the therapy. It was the feelings that her ghost in me made me feel where I was like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with me? Something what did I do wrong? Something wrong with me, yeah. yeah. Like, yo, I'm, I'm a good ass dude. I'm doing this, 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 this. And I wasn't good enough. So why the fuck am I not good? And those thoughts led me to fucking like, then I would start eating more. You know what I mean? And then all that weight that I lost, I put back on. Yeah. And I was like, nah. I, and I had just got Jacob into therapy, right? So Jacob had a lot of, and from like 2014 till then, he had a, a bunch of situations in our family and in his personal life. Back that, to back to back. So it, it was a lot, right? So I'm like, let me get, and I, and I always put it out there like, yo, Jay, if you ever need to talk, I'm here for you, right? Because I, I wanted to give him what I wasn't given. That that person that feel free to come to me. Right. You know what I mean? But Jacob didn't. He didn't want to come to me. So I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna force you to be like me forcing you to talk to me is not gonna help you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So all right, I'm we're gonna we're gonna try therapy. And then the therapist was like, you know. As as you being you know you know a guardian well single parent because you know, technically but I don't like call myself that um, but they're like yo as you know we have groups for single parents you know what I mean and you since it could go under his insurance because at the time I didn't have insurance oh it could go under his insurance and fine I'm like so then she called me she goes oh well the group session isn't covered but if you want to have individual sessions, we can do that. And that's covered. So I said, at that point in time, I'm like, fuck it. What do I got to lose? Yeah. Let's do it. So I went and it was this, I got, I got my release. Cause I have, I don't write poetry like that anymore. Right. So my release was the poetry and it's not there anymore. And I just feel like I have, like writer's block, I can't. I mean, it's hard for me to write like I used to. Or I could just sit down and 15 minutes, I could write some boom, dope shit, right? But now it's like, damn, I struggle. So I'm like, let me talk to her. And I started talking and talking, talking. And I went for a couple months. I went for, let's say, from like August 2019 to like April 2020. That's when the, like the whole pandemic started. Mm -hmm. She would do phone calls or whatever, and then she was like, "Hey, so what's up? How you been?" I'm like, "I'm fine. I'm just stuck in the house. Like nothing going on. Like, what can we talk about?" Right. So at that point, she just stopped calling me. I'm like, 
God damn, she just gave up on me. <laughs> but I was good because I got what I had to get off my chest. Right. So the therapy helped me to that point. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, do you think like the whole pandemic? Do you feel like it made? I mean, I I think it has. Do you think it's made like depression and mental health and stuff worse for? I mean, kids, adults, just people in general. Maybe even if it's not for you personally, because I know like for me, like you say, I mean, I I hear people saying it. But because certain outlets weren't like, you know, there. like I know for you, let's say it's writing, right? You could you could write anyway. You don't need to be out there. Like for me, like one of my I want to say therapy, like I dancing, you know, and I like Turn music on the dance. No, it's different. Like I'm a not even that. Yo, but like if I write with someone or I write by myself, <laughs> like I said, everybody's not you, Joe. That's what I'm saying. Like, and again, I need that people interaction. Like, after, so the, that's the, what it is. It's not the dancing, it's, it's the interaction. It's bit, yeah. No, it's a bit of both because I would try because to, listen, listen, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to what I'm trying to say. You're not letting me talk. What I'm trying to say is if it's dancing that does it for you. You don't need the people. There. No, no, mine is group dancing. It's groups. I, right, I, I, right, just, right, I get what you're saying. I, I see, but no, like so you can't. So then say group dancing because you okay, can't but, just say dancing okay, is my outlet. Well, let me and see. then I need people. But uh, it was yes, it was. Uh, I like yeah. that environment, that social environment. Let me dance. I'm dancing over here. We have a group of people, and it's the whole is that part. So, and on the beginning of the pandemic, it was like shit. Everything's closed. I was okay. I was okay. I stopped therapy around that time too. My therapist was like, okay, dance, and I'm like, crap. Or then, you know, even let's say, I know sometimes I tell people like Thursday nights were a lifesaver for me because I got to get that, the group and the dancing, the music. It was just like, it's really like the whole vibe. Everything else that people did wasn't, my, you know, my prerogative. I'm just like, I appreciate that there's, even if it was 25%, it's like I'm outside. And I think a lot of people just, aside from dancing or any of that, like some people really needed that people interaction. And because people were lacking that, it's like they were just in that, their own house in their own heads with themselves thinking about the worst terrible you know people were not social before the pandemic this just sh- Ampl- shined a light it. on you know they have nobody to talk to a lot of times because they alienate themselves from people yeah. well how, how would you think of like especially you work in a school with like kids sometimes school is their only outlet to kind of be away from their house and like their home environment well yeah you need that especially if you're going to learn effectively if you have your distractions around you, there's no separation between because like it's not just like what you learn; it's the environment. Is there right, a learning the environment, environment right, right. at the house? A lot of times, no. Where sometimes school is your only way to be like, good, I can get out this fucking house because yeah. it's this is not a ideal, you know, situation. And sometimes that's their only way that they get a better. Um, you force know. people to interact with, you know, people that they was in their household if they didn't talk. You know what I mean? Or reach out to people, you know what I mean? Like, or I know domestic every, violence every, is was at an all time high because of the pandemic, because you both have to force yourself to be with the people that you probably shouldn't be around either, you know? Well, that too. You can't, you can't fake it either. You just can't force to be around people that's not good for your, your health. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was, I think it was like a double-edged sword. You know, it's like, you know, you do things that you weren't able to do before or learn how to be comfortable with yourself. At the, and then at the other side, it's like, shit, I don't have that environment to be safe and, you know, things like that. So I think in a way, some, and now people pick up new hobbies. <laughs> like, oh, I get, you know, I'm not going to be sad. Let me pick up a new hobby. Let me ride a bike. Let me fucking do something that's, you know, let me write again. Let me 
learn to cook, learn how to do something. But on the other end, again, depending on how we think, because everybody, unfortunately, doesn't think, you know, as strong minded as you, where it's like, I don't want to do this. Let me do something else. You know, sadly, like everybody's, they, they don't think like that, you know, but they, they probably should, but it's not the way the boat goes. And, um, well, I mean, well, a lot of the problem is, is people, if they have somebody like a Joe in their life, they, they push them away. Because they don't want to hear the truth. We witnessed that before. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they they want people to to sugarcoat their 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 bullshit. I was just gonna say I don't fucking sugarcoat. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like I'm diabetic. The the honest <laughs> blunt friend that they they don't value that. A lot of times that's that's the shit that would keep you in line. Do you think that everybody's you know, not built for tough love? The realest motherfuckers are some of the loneliest motherfuckers. Yeah, no, it's true. Do you think everybody just can't handle tough love? Yeah, there's a lot of pansies out there. Yeah. Like, I need tough love because I'm... Yeah, it's different kinds of love (laughs) for different situations. (laughs) Sometimes you need the tough love because you're acting wild and that's the only way to get through to you. Right. Sometimes you need the compassionate love, you know what I mean? But tough love is is a love that's very overlooked. Mm. But it's necessary. You know what I mean? But they they call that what like hating or you know, you being mean and all that. Like you've been done got unfriended. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Don't ask my opinion. I'm gonna give it to you. <laughs> give you my fucking opinion. Right. Yeah. I don't give a shit. You that's don't like what, it? That's your problem. But that's what I'm saying, is that that's that's the value of somebody that's like you, that. You couldn't be a therapist, Joe. <laughs> I don't want to be a therapist. <laughs> no, I know that. Like, they'll be like, I don't want him to go back. Nah, to but this you know guy. what? He but could be an effective uh, therapist in, though. A, in a different, yeah, in a, that kind of environment. Go, go talk listen, to them boys. Man. Listen, I remember a lot of times I gave you a lot of tough fucking love. Mm. I told you what the fuck you needed to hear. Right, but and it, I'm you're not, like, yo, you fucking right. But I said I'm not a pansy. That's, I'm not going to sit in the corner. But. It's certain certain aspects of your life, you you could be like, you know what I mean? Like you could be kind of pansyish. How about the video? <laughs> I'm just saying, you Word. can be like, like. So you you've even admittedly like, oh, I'm not about feelings. And back in the day, you know, David can change that. I'm still learning. Shut up. <laughs> but back in the day, it was oh. Uh, I, I don't know what feelings are, what it is. Uh, you put on, you put the facade on. Yep. And I but look, do you understand why yeah. I say that? Because it's a facade. Yeah. You no, know, that's all. That's the only way I function my whole life. Yeah, but see, this is what you, this is what you, you fail to realize. We've sat many a times in my car and you talk and I listen and I see the feelings and I hear the feelings behind everything you say. Mm. So I, that's why I told you, like, when you like, oh, uh, I'm like, shut the fuck what up. Did I, what did I also say, though, Joe? Listen to me. You uh, actively practicing or using those emotions and identifying them is different than saying, like. What I'm trying to say is <laughs> you telling me this is the thing you would you would say, oh, I don't I don't have these feelings. I don't know what feelings are. Da, da, da. But when you're talking, I'm identifying those very feelings in what you're saying. But you're not sitting there saying like you're not connecting it, right? So, but then I would tell you like, right, Yo, right, right, okay, okay, so, and I would, and how many times I sit there and tell you, no, this is how you need to think. This is what you, this is feeling, blah, 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 blah. 
right? I even spoke David into existence. Jumping. <laughs> but did I not? Yeah. I did. Because she was sitting there with that whole Grinch, love yeah. Grinch bullshit. Wait, yeah, it's all bullshit. You was there that night. Yeah. And I said, yo, it's going to take one dude to come in and change your whole fucking world. Change the game. Boom. <laughs> world change. World, the world, Joe? Your world changed. Your world did. Your world changed because you're a whole different person right now. Mm-hmm. Well, but, but for the better. Even, But even in that, Joe, honestly, like, that's somebody who helps, again, identify, like, look, why you fit? Like, why you like that? I'm just like, oh, fuck, I can't talk about this because if I've talked about this in the past, this is what would happen, right? I can be like, oh, yo, because it's like, no, don't, don't do it. It's like, so I'm not going to say nothing because this is the way it is. And it's like, look, almost... When people say this is a safe space, like you know, we talk and it's not, you're not gonna get shunned, you're nobody's gonna curse you out, nobody's, you know, it's okay oh, to say those things. <laughs> but it, it's not because some people just know better, like you don't know what that is. Don't you did this shit 20,000 times, you know what that is. It's just like with me, it's like I've never, like I said, it's like, wait, I can say that without you saying, oh, okay, so this is what this is. And it's like it's, it's baby steps, and as I said. Because there's certain things that we don't learn how to exercise when we're younger, we now have to learn that shit as adults. That shit sucks. <laughs> it don't. It, it does. It don't. Because we, we learn shit every day, though. It's, yeah. it's not anything different than learning something now. But it, 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 I say it doesn't suck because, like I said before, that is the beautiful experience of life. But so many years Feeling later, it Joe. It doesn't matter. It doesn't it's matter. life. You're alive. Yeah. Why why be alive and have feelings and not feel them? Bro, and, li- and, life is like a roller coaster. But wouldn't you say it's better no. to or more ideal no. to experience certain things like No. This is what being fat feels like. It's better to be like, oh, I know how that feels. So as life goes on, you know how to handle that emotion. You can't. Well, but the way you're gonna learn how to handle it is go through it. Yeah. So if you avoid it, you're not gonna learn it. Mm-hmm. And then you're not equipped to deal with it in the future. And that's why so many people are fucking going through the shit they're going through. Yep. I'm not talking about the people that literally have like mental illnesses. Right. Like bipolar, schizophrenia. That's completely different. Well, depression and stuff is right in that box too. But it's, it's, it's not, I mean, yes, it's, 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 can be, it's not as severe, I'm saying. Says like you. says the guy that overcame it, but and that's what I think you're trying to say is that depression is one of the things that you can change. Yes, yes. You know, what I'm you saying? can overcome depression. Yeah, the other but stuff you might not be able why, to. What's the difference? You have to. You what with depression? You have to. Like I said before, I had to actively change. I had to want to change. Mm. But Make I'm saying concerted don't effort. The, the depression. You get stuck in a fucking routine. And you get stuck in a way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And that's where the fucking fog is. Like, you, like I, there's so many times I felt like I was drowning. You know what I mean? Like, but I was alive, but I was drowning. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't breathe. Like, it was just this, oh, yeah. right? But then I had to fucking actively figure out, all right, how the fuck do I get away from this shit? Yep. And mind you, I did it without a therapist. I'm not saying everybody can do that. I know everybody's not me. Right. But how many people don't even try that? They just stay stuck in the fucking 
in the fall. They don't know how. They don't know how. But I'm, I'm, that's why I'm sitting here saying you have to actually yeah. try. You got to like, take that ever, first like, step. Like, I know, like, for me, like, I've had panic attacks where it's, like, physically my body has, like, my parents one day, they thought I was having a stroke. My whole body, like, I was, my whole face was, like, drooping, and they were like, what the fuck? And I'm there, like, literally having a panic attack. They had to give me, like, a goddamn shot. And it kind of had to fix it. And I'm like, what? Like, literally, it's just there, like, you don't know, nobody can tell you relax, nobody can tell you shit, because it's just this, like, one of those things, like, it's heavy, it's just like, wait, what's happening? And it was one of those times, like, I didn't know I was having, like, I didn't know I was having an attack type of thing, you know, until they have to freaking put some shit in, you know, you're just like, oh, yo, you're balanced, and you're like, wait, what the fuck happened, you know? Sometimes it's those periods of, you know, blackout, I mean, thankfully, I don't, Happens very rarely now and not that severe, but I'm able to just, okay, let me breathe. You know, there were techniques that I learned and there, breathe this, you know, there are certain things that, cause it's not as severe as, you know, higher, le- you know, there's levels to, there's levels to mental illness, you know, you got, yeah, you gotta be a panic attack. It's like, okay, you just work it out. And then there's panic attack where you're just like, God damn, we gotta fucking give you a shot. You know what I mean? But, um, that it, it's, I think some people really just can't even unfortunately can't even get there like well they, they got to use that depression that time as a time of self-discovery mm-hmm. know yeah what ways could positively affect your life some people you know they, like you said they write yeah that's some people could some people pray some mm-hmm. people work out mm-hmm. you know some people like to take drives you know what i mean so you got to find that but you have to take that step right like nothing in life happens by you just sitting there and doing nothing about it. Right. The, the the bad part with depression, what makes it worse, is when you you stay or you actively choose to stay in that funk. Yep. Like when you, so there's times that I was fucking super depressed, and I'm like, all right, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I I would call certain people. Well, I mean, like. You have to have, yeah. You have to set it up where there's certain people you can call, mm-hmm. there's certain people you can talk to. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't have a therapist, if you don't have yeah. the money to see a therapist yeah. or insurance that'll pay for it, yeah. You have to, and that's what I'm talking about. You have to actively go about changing shit. Mm-hmm. You can't just sit there and wallow. You can't, wait, it can't. You can't continue the same routine and expect for a different. Outcome, yeah, or make excuses constantly for the same shit. But I can't. But okay, how is it? But the, but the, like, I for example, I overcame my depression. Right, I'm good. I'm chilling. There's one thing that I would I would refrain from doing. I would not be with like slow jams and and, and love songs and depressing shit. Mm-hmm. Puts you in a mindset. It puts you in the mindset. It, it get it will get me start thinking on yep shit that I don't need to be thinking about. Right. It that and that's like me. I'm I'm like I was saying. I do and and I changed how I was moving and doing things. Before I would I would I would give in to listen to the sad song and I'm like, oh I missed this one. Oh, uh. <laughs> and then I'm like, now fuck that. 
Sad song can't. Now nah, I don't want to be around that. What's well, kind of like people who are like they suffer yeah. from like drink, like you know, drinking and stuff, and it's like, well, they know they can't be around people who's drinking. Like, okay, I'm not gonna put myself in that environment. So or just, enablers. Or yeah, you're not so, gonna yeah. And like, so we have a friend who like he like to listen to slow jams and shit and and the kind of depressing music, what I consider depressing music. Yeah. And and I was like, so he pulled up one time and I'm in the car with with my friends and like, I was in the back seat, so I was like, yo, get in the car with him. Like, get in the car with him, because he just came out of work just by himself. I was like, yo, get in the car with him. I'm like, and I I just knew what he was going to be playing. Yeah. And I ain't wanted to be disrespectful, but I'm like, nah, I'm not getting in this car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, because yo, and I, and I was like, yo, I don't want to listen to that. Yeah, I feel you. And for somebody, I, I, it would have been like, whatever. Yeah, like, to you, it was like, nah, nah, nah. nah I, know, I know what was going to trigger me. Right. right, I know it's gonna start bringing back thoughts that I didn't need. Yeah, so like an alcoholic, sometimes they know they're not strong enough to be around a certain situation, so they avoid it. Yeah, just smart. So I knew I overcame it. I don't need to be thinking these thoughts that I overcame that this kind of music would bring about. Word. So now nah, I'm good. I don't want to go over there. He he kind of felt shitty. He's like, oh, gee, that my yeah. All right, but in my mind, I, it was self-preservation. Yeah. It was like, I'm not trying to go back to where I was. Right. Yeah. Sorry if you feel bad, but I, I that wasn't I, my intent. I ain't trying to feel bad later. I'm not trying to feel bad. Right. I'm not trying, because I was dealing with a whole depression. Suicidal. Like, I didn't want to go back to that, so I avoided it. And over time, I got stronger and stronger and stronger. So now, yeah, I'll listen, listen to whatever. Don't. I've overcome all that shit. I, that's all in the past. It don't bother me no more. Yeah. I mean, but at that time, I wasn't strong enough for that. Yeah. But you see how you had the the strength or the right mind or straight mind enough to be like, let I know I'm identifying this as an issue and I'm not going to yeah. put myself in that. Some people are either in denial about it, like, no, I'll be good, I'll go. And then they're seeing shit, you know? But see, I attribute that to how I was raised. Right. <laughs> I was raised by. Old hard school Puerto Rican. <laughs> my step was like, ah, fuck that shit. <laughs> fuck that shit. Fuck that jack. That's that's it. Like sometimes that's the best answer. Yeah, fuck yo. Fuck that shit and let it go. <laughs> no, yeah. some real shit. No, real talk. Yeah, absolutely. Because now you don't got that stress building up. Bye. Fuck it. Yeah. You know? It took me time, but that but that helped me like yeah. get over that shit. You know what I mean? Like my step pops isn't the real like. You ain't gonna sit there and like overanalyze and hey, stop being a bitch. <laughs> stop being a man. Grow up. Get over it. Move on. Man, That's how he is. Sometimes we need that though. I love him for it. Yeah. Different stages, different. Things. He's a Gemini. Doesn't surprise me. Fucking Gemini's. We're great. Gemini with a Scorpio. Mm. God damn. Don't work. I tried it. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and fuck you, that shit. <laughs> fuck that shit. You know, another thing that's crazy is that, like, you see, as strong as you are for you know your situations, I'm like, I feel like I've been like that in you know certain situations of my own, whereas and else would happen, and I'm just like, shit, this one's you know, this one's a tough one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I can, I can. Um, somebody could call me this or that. All right, I'm not gonna get sad about it, or something could happen. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll 
all right, I'm sad. I'll get over it. And then there's other things that's like, shit, it's like, I don't even know how to deal with this, you know? So it's almost like, like we said before. Same here. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I, get stuck I, over, I overcame my mom passing away, my biggest fear of being realized. Mm -hmm. And then this stupid situation with one person put me in fucking therapy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? But sometimes it's an accumulation of things that you don't realize. Right. You know what I mean? And that was my breaking point. And I just like, yo, talk to somebody. But I think that's what happens to a lot of people, yo. Like they have an accumulation of shit but, and they never even noticed the look, shit. But see, this, <laughs> let me, let me, let me. I'm I'm very open with my friends. Right. You know what I mean? Like I don't have a problem sharing. I'm very transparent with my friends. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But with this situation, I couldn't talk to my friends because I was telling I was telling them all the stupid shit she was doing along the along the way. Mm -hmm. And 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 now my friends is like, hey yo. Fuck that, and in my head, I'm like, nah, you know what I mean? And that, so, yeah. my friends are gonna be like, hey, yo, you a stupid motherfucker, and I didn't want to hear that shit. Yeah. So I, I didn't go to my friends. I didn't go to the friends because I knew what they were gonna say because I knew I was a stupid motherfucker. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I went to, and then those, like I said, those thoughts started coming. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? I started internalizing like I did something wrong when I know goddamn well I ain't do shit wrong. Word. You know what I mean? I think there are a lot of people like that, that have, you know, like those friends that, you know, could have told you that. I think like some people have those people just in their life just for a long period of time. So they never have that, like, you know, I can talk to somebody. That's so why I think now, even if it's everywhere and like this whole like mental health awareness month and all that stuff, like, I think it's good that there's people plaster that shit everywhere. Like, so people know, like, well, I may feel like this, but Anywhere you go, a poster, social media, like there's a number, a text message, email, you can, places that they can go to. That's like, because if you feel embarrassed about them, you can't say I didn't know. It's like, it's literally, it's, it's there. I didn't know there was a place right by my house. I had no idea. You put the shit in the internet, it's, it's, it's there, you know? So, I mean, I think for me, I'm grateful that there's um, just resources plastered everywhere because if you feel like damn i can't tell my friends that these is my homies like fuck who do i, I tell i could have told them. well you could have but yeah. it would have been you know but i knew man. i knew the answer that was yeah, coming back but, even, but and even, then i look like a fucking pendejo <laughs> but i was a pendejo yeah but even still like back before yeah. in the day i'm thinking you know happens. we had resources and stuff but all the out you know it's i think now is people identify like shit i got a fucking problem mm. let me go talk to somebody i think those resources are going to be more you know, there's going to be more of them because now it's like, you can't just live in denial your whole life. No. Hello. You know, once you identify like, I have a problem. Let me talk to somebody. Let me talk to a friend. Maybe just talking to a friend will help. Maybe yeah. you need therapy. Maybe you need medication. Maybe, you know, who really knows the extent of anything until you put it out there. And I'm just glad, like, even th this whole month, I've been seeing friends like on my Facebook, my social, like Instagram, just saying, I was depressed. I was suicidal. I was in. I'm like, wait, what? you like you know and it just opens up conversations and they'll be like oh yeah now i'm going to therapy this is the best thing and i'm just like you the baddest toughest strong person i know you know so sometimes you wouldn't even yeah like you wouldn't expect me to be yeah like therapy. you wouldn't expect a joe to go to therapy but i feel like just people are just having the conversations and you know like, like i went to therapy there's no stigma in that i know somebody like my dad he was adopted as a as a baby and he was you know he has certain experiences and so he hates therapy he was like i will go to therapy since i was little and i don't 
he doesn't like therapy. He doesn't like therapy. He won't go. He won't say shit. So like growing up the whole time, we have this thing of, oh shit, therapy's bad. Therapy's bad. And I feel like a lot of communities or families or people sometimes think, don't go to therapy. Don't say shit. But in reality, like when you hear other people, like if you went and it helped you, maybe it'll help me. Or you did this, or you writing, you wrote, you danced, you wrote a bike, you did something. And sometimes all all we need is just a conversation, you know? And like I said, sometimes it's like, maybe I don't need to take medication. Maybe I do. Maybe I could talk to somebody. Maybe I go to church, maybe, you know? But I think now more than ever before, when we weren't really talking or having conversations like this, we just didn't know. And we just kind of just try to self-medicate and figure it out ourselves. Yeah, they're still trying to self-medicate. Yeah. Of, of course. But now there's so many resources. There's so many people to talk to. Just fucking DM somebody, text somebody, message, anything. Uh, go to the hospital. Like, there's so much stuff. And I feel like um, with that whole, like I said, there's a stigma. There is a stigma behind mental illness. Because you tell somebody, they, oh, you're fucking crazy. Oh, you don't be a bitch. Oh, don't be there. It's like, no, hold up. Like, I yeah, really don't have. Don't be a bitch. Because sometimes you really don't know. There's more shit to it. We really don't know. But I think, like, actually, because sometimes it's like, yeah, you know what, just get over it. But you have to have a conversation. Somebody's like, really? I really just need to get over it. But we have to, like, destigmatize that whole mental illness is is not a thing or fuck that or just be strong. It's like there's other ways to to cope. And I feel like if we continue to have those conversations, even here on the pod, we bullshit, we talk about whatever, we make fun of everything, everybody, including each other. But like, you know, we all struggled with something like that. And it's good to know that you're a human, Joe, with feelings. I never deny it. <laughs> kitty, I kitty. What are you talking about? No, no, but it's. it's I embrace my fucking feelings. Like, like I said, you're 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 this like you know you're strong. You're like yeah, but you're like look, I went to therapy and it helped. Somebody could be watching, be like, oh shit, like where? I've never ever had a, a problem expressing how I feel. But other people, people do, and you know maybe something like this you just share. Yeah, but you gotta understand. They gotta understand like. How the fuck are people supposed to know how you feel and how to deal and, and help you and deal know. with you if we don't fucking know how you feel? Yeah. Talk. Now, you know what it is, though? It it, it depends because I, I've done this uh-huh. where I'm not a person that opens up. Right. Yeah. It takes me a while to open up mm-hmm. because a lot of times I don't like to put my shit on mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, nah, I could take that. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I just, I, I try to walk, like, you know, with that soldier mentality, like, you know what I mean? And but, so, sometimes it's not a good thing. But, yeah, because, look, like, the weight of the burden can be too heavy for you sometimes. Yeah. And even in the moment, it might not be too heavy, but eventually. So, if I pick something up, let's say it's 100 pounds, and I don't got a problem holding 100 pounds on my shoulder, but I'm walking a mile down the road, that 100 pounds is going to be a lot heavier. Word. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So sometimes you have to get help in carrying that. Yeah. So to talk to a homie like, yo, bro, like, yo, this happened, blah, blah, blah. I mean, if it's something with a, with, with a girl or like in your, your, you know, romantic situation with a shorty and she hurt you, whatever, fuck it, talk. Because you know what? Nine times out of 10, your homeboy done been through the same shit or That's something true. similar. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it, like it, there's times me and you go out, right? We go drinking, chilling. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say it all the time. Me and you are very similar. Yeah. It's just day one. But we are like, personality wise, we like on the opposite sides of the spectrum. Boisterous. But internally, me and you, we think a lot alike. Right. Yep. You know I mean, that's why me and you vibe a lot when we talking and shit. I'm just the crazy wild one and you the more quiet, chill, humble one. 
I just don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm humble, but I don't give a fuck. And that's yeah. just how it be. You know what I mean? I'm the wild one. But there's times me and you had talks and shit. We chop it up and shit. You tell me about shit. And I'm like, oh. And we we help each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it just takes the right ones. It, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you got to find that person that you can talk to, that you can vibe with, mm-hmm. that you know is not going to judge you. Word. You know what I mean? Because sometimes that's what that's what it be. You scared of the fucking judgment. Right? Yeah, that's what it is. Basically, don't do that. You're going to cry. See, You're going to be a me, bitch. Me, I don't. See, look, like I said, I'll cry and I'll still beat the shit out of you. Yeah. yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, Sadly, I can have a, like, like there's times I'll be so mad tears is falling, but I would still beat the shit out of somebody. Like, when I was in my punches for tears. Word up. <laughs> oh. Well, no, it happens. Yeah, like, yeah. But I just don't give a fuck. Like, with, with, with people judging me. I don't but give not a enough shit. people don't give a fuck. That's, that's, I'm that's saying me. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking yeah. about me. Me personally, I just don't give a fuck how people feel about I'm me. I'm learning to give less fucks. And it I'm, feels I'm good. very, I'm very <laughs> fucking, <laughs> I'm very loud. I'm boisterous. I'm carefree and wild. Mm-hmm. But, you know, life, I, I, that's, that's the beauty of life, being able to be free, yeah. right? Oh, not being like, worrying and, and, and boxed in about people's thoughts yeah. and opinions on you. Yeah. Because nine times out of ten, the people that's, that you, you encounter in life, you're not going to see them motherfuckers again. That's true. Yep. You're never going to see them. So they could I could be that wild story of, yo, this one motherfucker was talking about, that he, he he was farting and whatever, about, whatever <laughs> right? Some wild shit that they overheard me talking about. I could be that one funny-ass story to their family and their friends, but they never going to see me again. Word. Unless they turn on the Pod on Us podcast. They're like, that's the... Crazy motherfucker from the restaurant. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I don't, I just don't care, B. Like, yeah, I definitely feel I'm like not, I'm not going to let free. other people's opinions uh, uh, force me to confine myself or, or feel depressed or feel anxious. I'm the fuck out of here. I'm going to be me. Mm-hmm. Since, I, since I started living more like that, instead of just saying it, because some people be like, yeah, do it, and they no. don't. I've been practicing that. I'm like, I feel better, you know. Like it, it really is. I don't feel so oppressed or because letting it go at that time. Yeah, you're just like fuck it. You mad? Stay mad. Whatever. Bye. What, be what? mad by yourself. <laughs> be mad by yourself. I ain't doing it. Shit. I'm like, just, yeah. Listen, man. People's whatever they feel is on them. You know what I mean? If I feel some type of way, I'm gonna tell you how I feel. Mm. I take that's that's my place to tell you how I'm feeling. Right. If you did some shit to hurt me, it's on my, it's on me to tell you, yo, that shit hurt. Yeah, it's fucked up how you did that. Yeah, right. I can't expect you to come to me and be like, oh, did I hurt your feeling? No. Let me guess. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. Right. What you do with it, or how you feel after that, now it's on you to express. Mm-hmm. And that's how that shit gotta work. But once I get that shit off my chest, I'm good. I'm done. There you go. Simple as that. And it, it's really that simple. Fuck what people think. Because, yo, like, yo, life is far too short. And your mental health is more important than these motherfuckers. I'll tell you that much. Your mental health is way, like, my peace of mind and my state of mind and me not being, you know, struggling with anxiety or depression and all that shit is way more important to me than anybody's goddamn opinion. And one thing about me, man, like, I'm solid. Like, you ain't never gonna, I I ain't never do nobody dirty. Right, so I know I'm solid. So me and you is not on the same page no more. 
I know I ain't do nothing. Huh. Yeah. I know I ain't do it. You know what I mean? Because if you was my homie, you was my friend. Yo, my loyalty was like. And if there was an if there's an issue, yo, Joe, this what happened. Yo, word my back. I I got your back. I got you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like you got my loyalty. But if you fuck me over, you don't got that loyalty no more. Mm-hmm. And if we not we not we not cool like we was, then it's on you because I didn't do shit to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's on you. You you need to come and express what the fuck is wrong. Yeah. Not me. If I did something wrong, I have no problem going to somebody and saying, but I don't do my homies wrong. Because I look at my 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 friends are the family I choose. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? So like I've said it before, like my my friends I hold dear to my heart because these are the people I chose to be in my life. Right. I mean, so why would I why would I choose for them to be in my life and then do them dirty? That don't make no fucking sense. Joe Burning. Shut up. <laughs> but that's money and greed and yeah, a lot of bullshit that happened. But um, it don't make sense to do that shit. So like I said, if somebody got an issue with me, come talk to me. And if you're going through something and you feel like you need your mental health checks, go talk to somebody. You can talk to a friend, talk to a professional, talk to a pastor, talk to somebody, write it down, find some help. Because there's so many resources out there. And I know because I've used them myself and they've been helpful. Uh, and a lot of times people have to realize that they're not alone. You know what I mean? That no matter what you're going through, like you said, there's other people that have gone through it and there's people that, that care, you know what I'm saying? Word. Like sometimes you think the worst of people that they don't, but they do. Lord, bro, you know how many people like I've talked to that like I'm I'm friends with, let's say through you. I think you know where I'm going with this. Okay. So I would talk to someone and try to lift them up. I know. I did it too. And build <laughs> them up and build them up and encourage them. And they're like, yo, whenever you need, holler at me. I mean, she was going through an issue with like a breakup or something, right? And I'm like, yo, like now it wasn't even like, it wasn't no trying to holler or nothing. It was just like me being a friend. Mm-hmm. You need somebody to talk to? What's up? You can yeah. talk to me. And I would lift you up and build you up and encourage you and all of that. And then they were like, yo, wow, I never thought you would be so helpful, right? Like, or someone I could talk to. And then they got real comfortable with me. And then they did me dirty. Calling me names and shit, you know what I mean? Like, wow. Okay. Done. Yeah. Done. Not at all. Because like I said, I didn't do you dirty. You came over here with that shit. You came over here using words that you shouldn't have been using. So okay. I keep it moving. It's, it's, can do. It's, it's no no sweat off my back. I'm good. I still got my homies. I still got my peoples. Mm-hmm. I know I didn't do nothing wrong to you. I know I was solid in this whole shit. You came sideways. And you still ain't come in, yo, my bad for that shit. 
So, but my whole point was like people don't. There's people that you can talk to that you probably won't even expect you can talk to. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just you gotta learn how to like start opening up. And I'm not saying like oh tell everything all at once. Baby steps. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it's baby steps, and that shit could lead to like holy shit, this person really helped me. Yeah. I'm telling you, that first step is the hardest step. Yeah, you just got to take it. And if you're not, if you're not moving, then you're making no progress. Okay, can't nobody force you to do nothing. We only have control over ourselves. Yeah, and whatever, whatever garden you water is, that's where the stuff is gonna grow. If you're gonna water the negativity, water the bullshit. That's what. That's the fruit that you're gonna eat. Yeah. So don't feed yourself that. Yeah, I think we. I think people also like you know, we always hear every day. You know, so many of us. I know people that I know people that you know lost to suicide and shit like that. And it's like, wait, like this stuff it really hits home. But you know, we need to make a conscious effort to like every day wake up. Like you know what, I'm gonna make sure I keep my mind in check because that's where everything is is at is in our minds, mental. So it's like, I'm you go like you said, it's a conscious effort every day to be like. You know, you gotta. Have to, it's we, every single. There's every one single thing day. we have to realize: we control our mind. Mm-hmm. Our mind doesn't control us, right? So when you start grasping that concept, that's when you can start to like tell your mind what to do. Mm-hmm. And though you may say it sounds easier said than done, oh, easier said than done. Yo, that's the bottom line. Like. You control this. It doesn't control you. Because mm-hmm. if I say I want to pick up, if I tell if my, I tell myself I want to pick up the can. I pick up the can. <laughs> I don't never just sit there and just like pick up a can without fucking. Right. I'm doing it consciously. I'm controlling it. So the same way I'm telling my brain I want to pick up this can, pick it up. I don't want to think like this. I don't want to be sad. Do something. Do something. Put on happy music. Put up upbeat music. Look for a, a make up a fucking silver lining that can make you feel better about something. Mm-hmm. Like yo, you know what? I, like I said, I, my car didn't work. Yo, you know what? I probably saved myself from something worse. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, I yeah. have a friend who she knows. Like you know, this is something she suffers with depression, right? No. But she knows, like I know this is what, and I know that if I stay here in this my room, I'm gonna be bad. So she. Actively every day is like, you know, she's not working right now because this shit that's happening yeah. pandemic. But she's like, let me go help somebody. Let me go do something for somebody. Let me just get oh, out the see? house. Let me go because she knows she's like, if I sit here, it's gonna be fucking bad. That's what I'm saying. She's actively yeah. pursuing her happiness, and that's something that she mm. and it's something that she struggles every day. So it's like, I gotta get up. I gotta get out because if I know, no, if I yo, do, I, I I have my fucking days. When I'm yeah, like, fuck. Mm. Forces up, but nah. Fuck out of here. I'm not, and I'm like, I tell me personally, I tell myself, I'm not going back. Word. Nah, I ain't going back there. Man, you know how many times, Joe, some people are like, I've had a friend, what about to lunch? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, I didn't, I was going to, I just wanted to be in bed all day, just be sad with myself, and I just want to be here. I'm go to lunch. I'm like, I would be, if I was you, I would be sad with myself too. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just like, yeah, you know what? Just that, getting me out of bed to just go outside and, they're not even expecting. Maybe they ask so many people and everybody said no. But just asking, I was like, shit, you know what? I'm, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go. Or, hey, you want to go get some 
you know, you want to go to park, like let's do something like, anywhere. Or you want to go to Walmart when it's like, all right, like, you know, I just think, to get out of that mindset. And sometimes so. they don't really know. Just asking somebody to go do something with you can also help. So I think sometimes like this whole continuing, continuously telling people, oh, well, you know, if sometimes you can't, you can't overcome it. You can't overcome it. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of like reinforcing that idea in people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no, when you feel down and you know you can't do it. No, fuck that. Get up and do something. Word up. We got You got to start reinforcing positives into people, not these negative, like, oh, well, you know, depressing, you can't do. No, yes, the fuck you can't. Get up and do it. Yep. Because when you, if you keep telling someone they can't, they're going to start believing that shit. Yep. That you can't overcome depression, that it's too hard, that you don't know how. Like, like what you were saying, some people don't know how. But that's because they reinforce with these, these negative ideas. Like, nah, you can't. Depression is too hard to overcome. You need the pills. You need to do this. You need. Sometimes you just, you just need to lay in bed all day. It, it, it reinforces that negative. Yeah. We need to start reinforcing the positive. We don't do that shit in the society we live in. We don't say, oh, you depressed? Get up and go. Mm-hmm. We just say, we, we, we kind of, well, we know how hard it is. Yeah. Yeah, so the fuck do I? But I overcame it. So do a lot of people I know that overcame it. They didn't overcome it by laying in fucking bed all day, depressed and, and wallowing in their misery. Word. You see what I'm saying? Like, I know I'm not trying to make it sound like, like it's easy and shit, but it's hard fucking work, but it's work that needs to be done. Word. You want to overcome it? You laying in bed and, 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 and being miserable is not going to overcome it. Exactly. You got to actively work at it. You want happiness? You got to actively pursue your fucking happiness. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck up and go. Huh. It's like how you expect to make money. You got to go out and work for it. Work. So it's like, <laughs> duh. Real I'm talk. Yeah. No, and and an idle mind is a devil's playground. Word up. So you just keep that and, and festering. Being that you said that, so it, let's go back to when I was saying I was depressed. Mm-hmm. The word the word says the devil roams around like a lion looking for who he can devour. Yeah. Right. The one thing the the one thing the devil looks for is when you're fucking isolated. Mm-hmm. Look! Look at look at how I've watched Discovery. I love Discovery. I love all that shit. Watch how the lion prays. He looks for the isolated one or the weakest one, the one that comes away from the herd, the one that comes away when it ain't. And what did I tell you when I felt like I wanted to kill my? What did I tell you? I wasn't my parent. I wasn't with my moms. I wasn't my friends. Wasn't around. Nobody was around. The only one that was around was that my fucking ex that spoke whatever the fuck she spoke into me because I can't remember what she said. But I remember the, the switch went off. Mm. I was like, man, what the fuck am I even living for? I don't even want to live no more. Wow. But I felt in my life I was isolated. Like the people that I cared about the most and that I know cared the most about me, they weren't around me no more. Mm. Like I was living with roommates and they wasn't coming to my crib as often as I would have hoped. Like. Kyle and Lou, it might have been like a couple weeks since I saw them. And when the fuck does that ever happen? Yeah. You know what I mean? It might have been a couple weeks since I went and saw my moms when my mom came to my house to see me. So I was, like I said, I was isolated and it was like, whatever the fuck was in her that spoke that shit into me. 
I was it knew that was the time. Mm-hmm. And I thank God, like I said, I thank God for my homeboy Gardo, who's my roommate. That he was in the home in the house that day. Because if he wasn't, I don't know, I probably wouldn't be here. Yeah. Because I was legit trying to I, the I, it, a lot of a lot of times people say when you know people are suicidal and they talk about it and they, that it's it's attention. Uh, it wasn't for attention that day. I was ready. If he ain't come in, I'd have been gone. And even if it's for attention, it's still a cry for help. <laughs> no, no, I, I know that, but you can you can tell when someone's like really about to hurt themselves. Yeah, they they're already far gone. Like I was far gone. Like the the numbness is like at- like like no real talk. Like he was like trying to talk me out of like doing something, mm-hmm. and he was getting close to me. I said, "Yo, you come next to me, I'll fucking cut you." Like I was ready to hurt him to hurt myself. Mm-hmm. I knew, and he thank God he he was he stayed fervent and he just kept talking to me. Yeah, and I was so fucking drunk I passed out. Oh. Like. That's God why I said him. I, I I love that dude for that. Yeah, you know what I mean. So God put him there that night. Exactly. You know I mean? That morning it was ten o'clock, oh, ten mor- eleven o'clock in the morning. Morning, yeah. See that drunk? Fuck that, up. Yes, I drank like a fifth of henny right there, mm. or a pint. I think it was a pint. I think a pint of henny right there. Fucked up. Depression and mental illness and mental health is not disc- does not discriminate. It don't. It don't give a damn what color you are, or how much money you make. Nope. Nothing. Where you live? But like I said, man, I just want to reiterate: keep people around you. Reach out to reach cer- out to people. Certain support people. system. Yes, have a support system. Even if it's one person, one person that you knew, like like my best friend Kyle. I know twenty six, going on twenty seven years. You know what I mean? Always did, no matter what. So, and sometimes keep, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm just gonna say keep that support system, mm. so you're not isolated. Because when you're isolated, it makes it a lot harder to overcome. Word. Yeah. And for the strong ones, the the strong friends, the pe- the people that you know are good and good mental states and all that stuff, reach out to somebody. Sometimes I'm like, I've just been a few times that I've reached out to him. They're like, you didn't, I didn't know. I'm like, no, I just was trying to see how you was doing. Because, you know, there's, I, I, I have a couple friends just say, hey, I just, just want to say hi. And I'm good. Hey, I'm good. Thank you. You know, sometimes we isolate ourselves. We're fine. You know, fuck everybody. But sometimes even just, and not to say you can go saving people, but just sometimes just us reaching out, even when we're in a good frame of mind and we're okay, everything's cool. Like it don't hurt for us to reach out to somebody to be like, hey, how you doing? You want to grab a cup of coffee? You want to eat? want to do something, you know? Cause we never know where they are either. And sometimes that could help somebody too. It's helped me. Yeah. Sometimes, you know what? You and that other person are going through storms together, mm-hmm. different ones, different battles. And in some way, just their presence being there. Mm-hmm. You don't have to say some magic words. It's just their presence, knowing that someone's solid in your life. Mm-hmm. That's all you need sometimes. And make you fucking think differently. Like, you know what? It could be worse. You know, I could have nobody, but I don't. I have somebody. And that's why I'm saying a lot of people have to do that, that um, soul search and take stock into the people and the environments that you're in. You know what I mean? And if 
the people around you are perpetuating that negativity, you might have to, you know what I'm saying, cut cut some of that out of your life. Do some inventory. Word up. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, ain't no price on uh, peace of mind. Can never. Nope. Mm-mm. And stop worrying about the judgment. Mm-hmm. Stop. Because if you want if you want to not hurt anymore, if you want to overcome depression, if you want to um, just feel good again, you have to you have to be able to talk to somebody. You have to get those feelings out. You can't hold on to them and think that it's gonna change. It's not. So don't don't like I'm not saying go and share it to every fucking body. Right. But like find someone that you can share it with and share it with them. Don't don't be concerned with the judgment, man. Like Holding on to that shit ain't gonna change. They're gonna judge you anyway. People gonna love and hate you for the same damn reason. Yeah. Now, but I don't want to say they're gonna judge them anyway. The the right person won't judge them. Right. Yeah. You truly love somebody, you're not gonna judge them. Because it's not everybody's life ain't perfect. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't judge the next person for what they're dealing with. You know what I mean? But unfortunately, in Today's social media society, everybody has a perfect life. And then that's the, the denial shit. I mean, nine times out of, like, bro, 10 times out of 10. Like, if you, all right, first of all, social media is not the place to be putting your shit, your private shit. Word. That's not that's a therapy first session. That's not. <laughs> like, when if you really struggling with some mental shit, some feelings, some uh, hurts or whatever, some depression, whatever it is. Social media is not the place for it. Mm-mm. So sharing it with someone, they're not going to judge you because I'm pretty sure the person you choose to share is someone that you feel overly comfortable with to share something so intimate. Right. right. And you're going to, and you know that that person's not going to judge you. Right. So that's why you need, like you can't fear being judged by this person. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, because now that's you just making up reasons to not share and to wallow in it and, exactly. and, and hold on to it. Mm-hmm. You got you got to like let go. Got to let it go. Mm-hmm. It's one of the hardest things in life, learning how to let go of shit. Word up. You got to hold that. Sometimes <laughs> hope. Like I saw a meme one time. Y'all probably seen it. And it was like, um. Like it was like a hand holding, like a rope wrapped oh. around the hand and holding on to it. Yeah, I seen that. And the longer you hold on to it, the more you get hurt. Mm. When you let go, your hand has time to heal. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So if you let go of shit, you can heal better than holding on to it because it's causing more damage. Absolutely. So, yeah, man. We're not therapists. All right, Shawnee's not. Just some regular ass folks that been through some shit. Yeah. Good shit, bad shit, a whole lot of shit. <laughs> And look, I mean, sometimes you could talk to an asshole like me. I keep him around. It's free therapy. <laughs> Don't invoice me. <laughs> Inboxer. <laughs> Tell us stop calling me an asshole. It hurts my feelings. It's my therapy. It makes it's, me feel it's, good. It's wearing on my mental health. It makes me feel good. <laughs> it, it, you calling me an asshole makes me depressed. It, mm. it makes me free my mind. Fuck and, your mind. And I say how I feel. Fuck your feelings. But fuck your feelings. 
Uh, okay, whatever. <laughs> Whew, that was a long ass episode, y'all. Uh, we've been longer. Yeah. We have. It's a good topic. Well, I mean, like we really ain't get started until so. we had to talk about that. Yeah, stuff. we we was about like 35, 40 minutes in. That's yeah, fine. that's cool. A little bit of both. Yeah, but I, it's, it's good that we did that shit because it was it was lighthearted in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, we're at what two two twenty one right now. No. Two hours and 21 minutes of this shit would have been, huh? It's heavy. It, it's like, yeah. I, I, shit, it would have caused me to go back to being depressed. Right. Trying to overcome that. Can't go back. Uh, well, I want shit. some chicken wings. Chicken. You was talking yeah. about them chicken wings early in the episode. And as soon as you started talking about them, I started thinking about goodies on the corner of North you, you, Ave you back can, in the day. You cannot. Ew, that shit have roaches. You know that? No don't wonder tell me she that. Like that. <laughs> Why you think it's gone? The, the, the one in the corner, yeah. around by the old, yeah. Stop. She was like, "Nah, that was some chicken nuggets." No, it was one of fried raisins. Word. But no, back when it was no, back before. I like your potato salad. No, no, before it was goodies. Like before, before that. Listen, oh, goodies, goodies have roaches. Mm. Goodies got it, and it is roaches. Huh. And health code violations. <laughs> and that's why they got closed. Word. God damn. Don't they put like a goddamn like, hair salon there or some shit? Like, I don't that. know what the fuck is there, but. Gentrified now. Whatever. Ain't sure food. It ain't the roach infested It ain't chicken wings. <laughs> goodies was no goodies. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the goodies that they were talking about. <laughs> the fucking Chinese spot that sold totones. <laughs> like totones for five eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and roaches. <laughs> Damn. And the IT Chinese IT, no? Okay. That was their version of a happy meal, yeah. I guess. That's the fucking prize. Disgusted. You guys are gross. That's enough. I'll just go to the heights or something and get some. Of course you will. Jesus. Some gentrified fucking spot. Mm-hmm. Nice. The heights is not. Well, it's, it is. it's getting there. It's but, there. But some vegan wings. Where's the best <laughs> spot to get chicken wings in Jersey City? Comment below. Where is the best spot? I don't know. I, <laughs> I did you. I'm hungry. All right. Well, that, where, where that. yo, speaking of chicken wings, right? <laughs> Do you remember Clucky? Yes. You know it's gone permanently, forever, mm-hmm. never coming back because it's closed, and I don't know why. I remember you telling me that. Yeah, like they had the ago. goddamn roaches too. No, they didn't have roaches. It's probably yeah. pandemic or some shit. Oh yeah. Yeah, yo, I remember that. That, that the, broke my heart. The atomic wings. <gasps> nah, I need the atomic wings. I, I need some wings. The waiver guess- joints? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know. Oh, what you wilding, son. I was. I really was. Yo, I remember. Yo, <laughs> so, story time, story time. So, one time, right, we, we're down in Hoboken, me and Kyle. I think it was just me and Kyle. And we're in Clucky. Ordering some food. And he's like, I'm like, yo, I wanted to have the atomic wings taste or whatever. And it was like, the dude was like, he's like, I don't know, whatever. Like, I never tried it. And then the dude was like, well, I can give you some of the sauce. On a French fry, and I looked at Kyle like, "You gonna do it?" He's like, okay. <laughs> so he popped that shit in. He ate that shit, man. In like fucking twenty seconds, this motherfucker's face was red and he was shaking. <laughs> 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 Yo, <laughs> he could not get rid of the heat. Wow. He was on fire for like I don't know, a good forty to an hour. <laughs> Ooh, his face was shaking. He was sweating. It was fucking hell. And it was just like a little line on a French fry. Shit. Oh, the man. whole thing of wings, man. 
have your whole insides like on fire. I want some good wings. Where, where they got some good wings? I don't know in Jersey City anymore. I don't know what the fuck is in Jersey City anymore. I'm gonna tell you, oh, Siri. Uh, I, uh, I'm I'm disgusted with Jersey City. <laughs> Disgusting. Fear, a face of fear, disgust. <laughs> Yeah, when, you, when a lot of shit changes, it's like, you know, you, they got you, better you wings than Nog. Where the food is at in Nog with some chicken wings? I ain't trying to get shot. This wings. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm not convinced. You want to go to the hood <laughs> to get some? No, no, we don't want to go that way. I'm good. Yeah. I'm going to my home. Home. I'm going to order from Uber Eats some chicken wings. There you go. They they go to the hood spots too. Now, there's, there's a um, there's a wing spot in downtown Jersey City. I don't I haven't tried it yet. It's pretty new, but it's dedicated to like wings and shit. I'll Google it. Yeah. All else fails, you hit up Domino's. Nah. Oh, you bugging? That shit just rocking. I don't, I don't know. Kim, my daughter like them wings. She be tearing them things up. I just want a bucket of like twenty wings. The fuck kind of wings you want? I don't know. I just want like wings with the sauce, like. Yeah, that's what had to come. Yeah, what sauce? Uh, I don't know. I gotta see my options. So I feel like I gotta go so I can go check them. Well, you can't go nowhere because I'm driving. Damn. Mm. And they're not going to let me close the goddamn pod. Nope. Never. <laughs> so, guy. <laughs> How you feeling after this episode, buddy? <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. I just hope the people got something from this. You know what I mean? Yeah, me too. But, you know. It's, it is what it is. It's what it is. Oh, the nine is signed Marquise Lee. Dude from the, from the, from the Jags. Yeah. Receiver. Extra receiver. We'll see what happens. It'll be an interesting year with an extra game. Yeah, we're, we're going to see how that plays out. Bro, I was pricing tickets to go to the nine of Philly game. Mm-hmm. Even though I fucking hate Philly. All those fans are douchebags. That is true. Bro. Expensive. Oh, yeah. They're trying to recoup, yo. Nah, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait <laughs> to, to to like more fans are allowed. Maybe as the season gets closer, yeah, let's start allowing. Just starts opening up. Maybe the prices might drop a little bit because this is like off StubHub and shit. So these are probably like season ticket holders that's trying to like yeah, like gouge prices and shit. The closer to the game, the yeah, game, it should game, drop a little bit. Drop. Wait till they get desperate. That's all. Yeah, because bro, I'm talking. It was like. <laughs> Lower section, like like behind the end zone. Usually those are the cheaper ones behind the end zone. Mm-hmm. Man, them shit was damn near 300, 350 per seat. I'm like, bro. And my girl's like, oh, you already didn't get me a ticket. I'm like, guess we ain't going to the game, babe. No. I ain't spending that much money on a ticket. <laughs> And then, yo, did you see how much the fucking tickets? Well, you probably didn't. Tickets for fucking the Bucks going back to New England. Upper oh, nosebleeds. I bet. I bet. Like $1,300 for nosebleeds. Because Bitch Boy is coming back, right? To his whole stomping grounds. Well, that. Can we play that video again? I'm actually rooting for the Patriots that game. I bet you are. <laughs> Let's go, Cam. Yeah, let's go. Killer Cam, what's up? Matt Jones. We're going to have to play some Billy Ball. Mac Hornets. 
Jóvenes. <risa> Mac, ¿vieron en Co? <risa> Maco Jones. You ain't know he was Hispanic? Not Mac, Jones. Mac Cojones. Apparently it's Jones. <laughs> it's Mac Cojones. Yeah. It's like apostrophe J. Yeah. Jones. Yeah. Oh, you, you have to go to the bathroom so you want us to close the pod? She wants to go. She wants to take a walk. You got the leash, and you just gonna let her run outside. Oh, guys. <laughs> Yo, you didn't get the finger. You got the finger today, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I did I get one earlier? Yeah, well, at least one. But you can't afford it. She wants wings. You're like, damn, when y'all gonna shut the fuck up? <laughs> 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 they gonna text me like, thinking at the time, damn. like, are we leaving now? <laughs> so I guess that's the end of this one. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, comment, subscribe, all that bullshit. All that bullshit. You're, you're hey, Cash App, mm. Dollar Sign Pot on Us Podcast. Anchor, look below. If you look, there's like links there. You can click them now. Word, click the motherfucking click links. Word. Word up. Share our shit, man. Real. Absolutely. Share, especially this episode. Share this with somebody you think needs to hear some of this shit. Yes, it's important, guys. Word up. Mental mm-hmm. Health Awareness Month. You already know something that's serious that we um trying to raise awareness for. So mental pass it along. Check. Keep your mentals in check, y'all. Word up. This one was a little long, but I think it was necessary. Yeah. Word up. All right. Bye, y'all. We out. One.